Hello, December 26, 2023. I am on the beautiful coast of California, and I'd like to present the introduction from the book, The Divine Spark Within. It's been over a year since publishing the book, and it's been many months since initiating this podcast. And during this time, I've continued to work to integrate the material. So if we look at the title, The Divine Spark Within, Excavating the Mysteries of Sophia and the Deep Christ, we have three mysteries. One is the creation story of Sophia. This is a fundamental component of the book. This is a creation story brought to us by Christ as described in the Gnostic texts. A story that has been lost, buried under the campaign to discredit what were considered to be heresies. But if we really look at it, these aren't heresies. These are true, these are deep teachings that the emerging Roman Catholic Church sought to marginalize and persecute because it posed a threat to their system which they needed to manage. The creation story of Sophia I present in the book as a form of a mystery play. A mystery play is an old device that was used in medieval times to present stories from the Bible. The Christmas pageants of today are relics of this old tradition. This is a tale of a high goddess, the Holy Sophia, who sent an emissary of herself out into the world, out into the lower regions of creation, where her mission to seed these outer regions with the divine form, the anthropos, the the archetype, the blueprint of a divine structure, species, being. And yet, what happened is, is that her mission got aborted, got, got hijacked by these lower gods. And it's a crazy story. And what's even crazier is, is that it seems, based on these texts, that the story comes from Christ himself, given to his disciples by his by his mystery teachings given after the time of the crucifixion. This is an extraordinary story that has been so profoundly demeaned and buried and persecuted and framed as heresy. It is buried so deep beneath the thick layers of of Christian theology built up over two millennia. And yet the story, as we are getting down to reclaiming and, 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 and bringing it back to the surface, is so relevant to today. So I'm presenting in this book The Creation Story of Sophia, a mystery play 
and I use the the idea of the mystery play drawing in part from the medieval mystery plays of old where whole villages would sometimes present the various stories found in the Bible but it's also the mystery of this story which is so hard to grasp as it is essentially a monomyth in Campbell's terminology, Joseph Campbell's idea of a archetypal story of archetypal stories, the story of Sophia. Sophia being a deity who is in the highest regions of creation. The, the original goddess, feminine aspect of the deity, of God, there from the beginning, considered thought or pronoia that emerges from the ineffable. This is part of the story. This is the first part of the story, the creation story that is laid out in the secret book of John and in the Pistosophia and in a number of the other texts that have been recovered since their inception back 1700 years ago. This book is also delving into the mystery of the deep Christ. In this mystery, I call it a mystery thriller. We are tracking the footprints of this figure known as Jesus Christ. Essentially reverse engineering how he was presented in the later editions of the Gospels and recovering what were likely very early stories that emerged in first century of his mystery teachings, of his travels, of his Greek education, of his wisdom, of his initiations in Egypt. I don't go into that in the book very much because that's really hard to grasp or try it's very hard to to track down but based on the evidence it appears that he was highly educated he traveled extensively he had you know big money behind him uh, and 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 his initiations in a variety of traditions Egyptian Persian Greek Ellicinian uh, were part of his mastery, his spiritual mastery, none of which is talked about in the Bible. His connection with his higher self, who he identified as being associated with the Son of Man, who could also be related to this figure Seth, the son of Adam. The Deep Christ is a mystery thriller that goes to the bedrock of the earliest formations of Christianity and Gnosticism and also into the very personhood of, of this figure, Jesus. What is most important, however, of course, is this main theme of the divine spark within. I call it a holy mystery. This is truly a phenomenal theme that is woven throughout the Gnostic texts that is suggesting that there is some energetic, some quantum, non-physical light energy that is deep within us, 
perhaps connected to our pineal gland, perhaps it is a quantum dimension of our very DNA, but it is called the pearl, it is called the seed, it is called the spark of hidden light, and it is connected with the highest regions of creation, Christ identified as the great power, this aspect of creation that is the light, the vast luminous emanation that emerged from this source, unknowable, ineffable source in the Kabbalah is called Aim Sof. This emanation is associated with the High Holy Sophia. This book is a creative project of my own endeavor to reclaim the divine essential nature within myself that I felt and experienced as a younger person. And it's also an invitation for you to become more attuned to your deeper core self. This is a theme that I am currently working with, the innocent core spark self, untouched by trauma, which is there to be reclaimed insofar as we're able to identify it and to work with it and to encourage it to come into focus. There is a saying from the Gospel of Thomas that Jesus reportedly said, bring forth what is within you, for what is within you will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what is within you will kill you. Through the course of the book, as I've investigated, I believe that this is referring to the divine spark within, this, this mystery of a fire energy that is of the stuff of high creation, that is within us, that is what brings us life. And if we don't encourage it or become more clearly dialed in to it, then it actually can lead us down this side path which seems to be related to the phenomenon of the Archons. And this idea that is discussed much later in the book called the counterfeit spirit, which also is related to this idea of Watiko, this mind virus. It's an energetic that is what squelches the inner fire, creating smoke that causes damage. So that's just a nutshell. We have weather coming in, rains are coming tomorrow, the sun is becoming obscured by clouds, we've got some beautiful waves from storms out at sea, there was high tide wave warnings this morning, and I'm out here just really being humbled by the embrace of Mother Earth, Gaia the forces of nature, the power of the waves, how much power, how much energy does each wave have? Absolutely incredible. 
I can lift a bucket. <laughs> but the waves out there, the power. And maybe that's an analogy to the power of within. And yet it's only available to us when we are so humble and so innocent. Innocence is, a, is, is maybe the most precise attribute of our core self. How can we stay out of ego in a negative way? How can we stay out of identifications with archetypes? How can we be in our bodies, owning the unique essence of ourselves that is wanting to emerge? Each of us is different. I'm different. I'm out here doing this. I'm writing this book because that's what's flowing through me. What is flowing through you? What is there? Is there an energy that is coming from deep within the ocean that is washing up under the shore of your current body, physical incarnation, that is cresting with your greatest essential nature that is so beautiful, is so wondrous, and is a reflection of something so beautiful and wondrous that is seeking to emerge from the divine highest levels into this dimensional level. Enough. Be well. I'll see you next time. <laughs>